Well, I wanted to stand here and uh, record this video because I saw, you know, I mean, I was sitting here hanging out this morning and I mean, driving down the road and my boy, the silver report uncut stood here and dropped this video. And I wanted to stand here and kind of comment on it a little bit because as an economics individual, you tend when you start looking at the numbers and things of this nature, you tend to end up with a lot of red pills being dropped on you. Like you just don't have a choice. Like numbers don't lie. You know, so this guy, he almost goes full red pill for a little bit, but like he can't quite get there because he knows. <laughs> like, yo, not only that, but like, I'm pretty sure he's Canadian. So like, and he's some type of Persian or something. I don't know. But either way it goes, man, look here. So what we're going to do is we're going to stand here, check this out. I'm going to react to it. And then I got some information as we go through, you know what I mean? To show y'all exactly what is going on. Hey guys, welcome to the Silver Report Uncut. Now I just got the most awesome thing delivered just today. It's gonna take me a minute to get everything set in place, but it's for And make sure y'all go sub to the channel. I'll put it in the description. Um, yo, I really like his content, you know what I mean? And uh, he has a lot of really good information. Sometimes I scoop him, sometimes he scoops me. It, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? This show, and I'm sure you're gonna see there's definitely going to be some changes. I can't wait to unveil it. So I wanted to talk about the fertility rate in the U.S. because it's dropped to the lowest level ever recorded. I mean, people, if you went back 20 years ago, would never have believed that these numbers were possible. We have completely, pretty much ended growing of families. We've actually dropped below the threshold of the amount of births that are required for a society to continue growing functionally. And of course, it's much worse than that. Because it's not just a lack of new children, but the family is essential. And for decades, we've had this steady decline, and then all of a sudden, it's not so steady. In fact, today, the rate for marriage has dropped to levels that we have never seen before. Also, we have one of the highest divorce rates in the entire world. And many are just choosing not to get married at all, ever. And this is really bad for a couple of reasons. Number one, the number of single parents has been steadily rising. The United States actually has the highest rate of children that are living with a single parent of any country in the world. All right, so let's pause it here for a second and break down some of the words that is coming out of this dude's mouth. First off, I don't know why you just say single parent, all right? Legit. Yo, it's single mother households. Legit, it's single mother households. The vast exception is single fathers. Like, the vast exception, like... That exception is maybe like 1% of all those single house or single parent households. And there's more kids living with their grandparents than are living with their father right now. You know, I mean, just that's due to the court system and like just how fucked up the whole situation is. And that's part of the reason why individuals aren't getting married. That's why the suicide rate's so high. Like real shit, the suicide rate for males is 12 times what it is for females after a divorce. 12 times. But, you know, we don't want to have that conversation because, you know, I mean, that will put some responsibility on females. And Lord knows we can't be doing all that. Not even by a little bit. There is no one else who even comes close or compares to what's happening in the United States. And yet it wasn't always this way. You see, the share of U.S. children living with a single parent has been rising very, very rapidly. This, of course, accompanied by the decline in marriage rates and the rise of births that are outside of marriage... Now, the Pew Research Center, they did a study and they found out of 130 countries, 
the U.S. had the world's highest rate of children living in single-parent households, with almost a quarter of U.S. children under the age of 18 with one parent and no other adult. That's 23%. That's more than three times the share of children that are living like this around the world, around 7%. Now you compare that in China, where it's only 3% of children are in homes with only one parent. In Nigeria, it's only 4% of children. In India, only 5% of children live in single-parent households, and their population, it dwarfs ours. Now, when you move over towards Canada, of course, the share grows up to 15%. Now, if you look back at America, if you go back to 1960, the data from the U.S. Census Bureau shows that just 9% of U.S. children lived with one parent. And at the time, only 3% lived with either a non-parent relative or a non-relative. All right, see, like, yo, legitimately, like, yo, it's hard to cut into his videos, I'll be honest with you, man, just because, like, you really, I like what he's saying, you know what I mean, when it really comes down to, ah, oh, that's not the one I wanted, that's not the one I want. that's the one I wanted, all right, so, right, let's look at some charts, you know what I mean, I think, I think charts are helpful and important, you know what I'm saying, when it really comes down to it, you know, and, Actually, you know what? Let's look at this one because this one here is probably the best chart that I have when it really comes down to things. You know what I mean? Like real shit. There we go. There we go. There we go. All right. So this is relatives earning in married and cohabitating couples. All right. And like what this chart shows right here is on the left hand side is when a man earns more than a woman and the right hand side when a woman earns more than a man. And what you see is, is that when a woman earns more than a man, if you like, you know, the more money she earns and the more amount of money that she earns compared to you and like goes up to $50,000, the less chances that, you know, I mean, she's going to be living with somebody, right? And I mean, less chances that a relationship's going to work. And, you know, I mean, it starts to go the same way on the other side, but there's a point where it breaks off for married couples. Where if a dude earns more than a female, it actually goes up and it almost normalizes back to the regular rate. Because that's what it's supposed to be. It's called hypergamy. Women always want somebody who's better than them. You know, I mean, they don't want a dude, you know, who isn't earning the same amount of money or more than they are. Right. And then let's also look at this. Right. This is labor force, labor force participation rates of women by age from 1950 and 1998. Right. So. And I mean, this goes through, this is 16 and older, 16 to 24, 25 to 34, 35 to 44, 45 to 54, 55, 64, and 65 and older, right? So 65 and older is almost nobody works, period. You know what I mean? Because, you know, it's retirement age and you're old and a lot of people die at that point. You know what I mean? But when you look at all the rest of them, it's literally doubled for how many females have joined the workforce since 1950. And... This affects households and relationships inside of America where it's expected that a woman works and a woman is looked at the same way that a man is, which is the reason why we have the divorce rate that we do in this country. You know, what I mean, and I wanted to bring this up just because I thought it was important you know, I mean, to stand here and really get down and really break down what's going on in, you know, I mean, and why things are happening the way they're happening rather than just saying that they are like this guy, again, like he has a lot of really good information, but the way he stands here and puts it together and shows it to you, you know, I mean, it's kind of almost misleading when it really comes down to it. So let's go back to, you know, I mean, checking out and seeing what else this guy has to say, you know, what I mean, all right, interact. All right.
Now you fast forward to 2019 and the Census Bureau estimates that 26% of children live with a single parent. Yes, the Census Bureau's estimates are higher than the Pew Research Center and they also found 4% now live with non-parent relatives or non-relatives. Of course, it's no help these days in modern media, but it's even worse. We also have the highest teenage pregnancy rate in the entire industrialized world. Not to mention, 40% of all babies born in the U.S. are born to unmarried women. Yeah, and I mean, that includes, you know, I mean, uh, the black population where it's like 77% of the population, you know what I'm saying, legitimately stands here and, you know, <laughs> like you know, 77% of the black population, you know what I mean, uh, the kids are born to single mothers. But that's only 14% of our population. The rest of them, like, it is what it is, right? So... This is showing the fertility rate between, um, you know, I mean, the spontaneous abortions from the ages, right, of, you know, I mean, uh, being pregnant, whatever the case might be, right, and the fertility rate of, you know, I mean, per 1,000 married women, right? So it goes from, you know, I mean, like 500 down to zero, basically, right? And the rates of spontaneous abortion goes from, you know, I mean, 50 up to 100%, right, at the age of 45, and, like, I bring this up to bring, you know what I'm saying, like, this up right here, which is the first birth rates at the age 35 in the United States, 1960 to 2005, right? And, you know, I mean, that age has been growing legitimately. Like, it has been growing as we've stood here, you know I mean, and gone on inside of our, you know I mean, inside of our timelines, right? In 1960, you know I mean, like, the average age of, you know I mean, uh, yeah, the first average age of individuals having a child for the first time, you know what I mean? Um, like uh, at the age of like 45, you know what I'm saying? was like only like 40%, right? But today it's up to like 90%. You know I mean? Of individuals age 35 who are having a kid and that's their first kid. So this is, you know I mean? This is a big thing, like legitimately, because it changes the ages in which, you know I mean? Children are born. And when you change the ages in which children are born, you end up with, you know, I mean, weaker kids because women's vaginas and bodies can't hold up to it. The eggs are older. You know, I mean, you end up with massive amounts, of, you know, I mean, birth defects. And, you know, it's, it's a big problem. Legitimately, it's a huge problem, like, when it really comes down to it. So, anyway, right, I wanted to show you all that. You know, I mean, and, like, just keep bringing you all more information as this goes on. You know what I mean? Legit, I think, it, I think these things are kind of important when it really comes down to it. All right, let's keep let's keep banging and rocking. All right, interact. All right, let's hit play. In fact, in the 1960s, non-marital births they were actually very very rare. Today, two fifths of all births are to unmarried women. And I already showed you all that chart. You know what I'm saying? Like what happened in 1960? You know, females went to work in droves, and then they legalized divorce. Right, and they legalize no fault divorces. When you do this, this is going to end up being the end result of what happens. Like real shit. Like this is this is not like by accident. This is a feature of the plan. You know, what I mean, like that. This is legit what happens. I mean, I understand like all this is done out of like feels because like it feels good to give women, you know, what I mean, their fucking rights and shit. And it feels good to treat them well, but like the reality is, is it destroys your fucking society when you do so. You know, what I mean. And that's why this is actually happening. This is why our society is falling down and turning into shit. Now, single parenthood is bad for many different reasons. Number one, it's strongly related to risk for poverty and lower educational attainment on the part of the children. Also, the rate of incarceration among boys 
And it. Well, yeah, I mean, like, you could look at the kids, but you could also look at the fact that, you know, I mean, the risk of being on goddamn welfare and living in, you know, I mean, terrible neighborhoods is kind of the same. You know, I mean, it's <laughs> like, yo, yo, it, yeah, it, who cares about education? Like, real shit, education is not helpful. Like, real, real talk when it really comes down to it. Education is not something we should be striving to attain, attain when it like when it really comes down to it. You don't need an education to stand here and be literate and be able to, you know, I mean, like know what the hell you're talking about. You just have to be able to study. And, you know, all that takes is reading and spending time like going over the information and having conversations with people and gaining an understanding of things. Education is not that important. It's really not. It just makes everybody equally dumb. You're never going to change the world if you do the same thing that everybody else does all the time. It also has been seen to show a rise in teenage pregnancy among girls. At this kind of digit Our fertility rates in the tank. Does it matter how old they are when they fucking have the kids? Like real shit. Generation. This entire scheme could be irrecoverable if you go down the line about two generations living this way. Because as the share of single parent households increases, these risks for these adverse outcomes, it increases. And also the household they see growing up, in some sense, most likely it will reflect the household they have when they're adults. In fact, a lot of young adults these days, they don't want to have children at all. For the most part, the young people, they view parenthood and family life as something that's undesirable, you know, takes too much away from me, there's no time. And honestly, they're so burdened with student loan debt, those that actually can have a good career, that most of the time they wait until it's too late. But wait, it's worse. Well, all right, all right, all right. Let, let's break this down right here, all right? First off, student loan debt has very little to do with any of this bullshit, all right? You know what I mean? Like, yo, educated people never really had fucking kids, all right? Educated people don't have kids. Because, like, your prime years for being, you know what I mean, fertile and doing things, like, legitimately, are spent in school. And you can't be in two places at once. And then on top of that, you have a career. So, like, you know, you're not going to have as many kids, you know what I mean, when you're educated. Like, yo, the vast majority of individuals who, like, are going to have your kids in your society are going to be people with a high school diploma or less. That's a fact of life. That's always how it's been. Poor people do nothing but fuck. You know, and that's... <clears throat> It's where you get your soldiers from, you know what I mean? You need these individuals to move rocks and break rocks with other rocks, you know, it's just, that's how this operates. I know, like, everybody's like, why can't we have a high IQ nation, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's about having an average high IQ nation, all right? It's not about, like, having everybody be a fucking genius. That's too many chiefs and not enough Indians. I know, so racist. Oh, <laughs> welcome to 2019. Right, yo, I'm far 2020. Jesus, goddamn Christ. But like, yeah, fucking, it, this is, a lot of these things are blue, you know I mean? They're blue pill talking points, you know what I mean? But the reality is, is this is a very red-pilled message when it comes down to it. You know, you can't stand here and have females at work and having kids. They can't do both at the same time. You know what I mean? You either got to have a kid and be home taking care of it and reading to it and taking doing what you need to do, or you can go to fucking work. You know what I mean? And why don't one of people have kids right now? Well, number one, because women are told the most important thing you can do is get an education and a good career, and then you can grow up and have cats and a dildo and a bunch of wine, which is a terrible way to go about life. Legitimately, that is an awful way to live your fucking life. You know what I mean? Wouldn't you much rather be happier 
being with a fucking dude, supporting them, and you go, well, you can't live on, you know what I mean, one individual's income. Well, if we all decided to do so, you could, all right? It's about driving down demand for all these things, and I'm, like, I get the fact that it would crash the entire system if we did this, and I'm fully behind that ideology because it needs crashed because it's a false system propped up by the government. All right, and then on add to that, why don't dudes want to have kids? You know what I mean? Like, you know, dudes never really wanted, how do I put this? Uh, dudes have always tried to escape getting married and being tied down to one female. That's why I used to have shotgun weddings and things of this nature. You always have a certain percentage of dudes who, you know what I mean, don't want to like really be a parent and be in a family in a relationship because, you know, like dudes want to go conquer the world. That's what dudes are made to do. Um, but like really, we're really now at that level where dudes want to have families, but they can't and they know they can't because they don't want to get divorce raped and end up losing themselves and their families. You know and I mean, and end up like being on a level where you had to go live in your car or sleep on a fucking futon in like fucking some room you're renting somewhere for the rest of you like for the next 18 years while you're paying some broad who used to give a fuck about you alimony like that's a that's a disgusting way to live your life like real shit so and i mean like it, it's just that it, you have de-incentivized de-incentiv- marriage you know what I mean? And then for a female, like, yo, the government will give you $52,000 a year as a single fucking mother, all right? And a dude has to bring that home in order to outspend the government. What do you do at that point? You know what I mean? What if you're making thirty-five or forty grand a year? You literally, you either stand here and... Because you go, oh, man, like, you got all these guys, like, he's red pill, or he's fucking, uh, he's PUA fucking cocksuckers, like, your dick's not thick enough, like... Well, yo, look at my pipe game is vicious. <laughs> like, yo, legit. Now, y'all pipe broads down on a regular basis, tears running down. Let's see how much you love me. <sighs> right? All the time. Just constant state of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I break bitches' brains and shit. I'm fucked up in the game, squirting, fucking legs shaking, fucked up. All types of fucked up in the game. Don't matter. You know what I mean? Because, like, yo, after that, after them, you know what I mean, hour, whatever the case might be, you know, 35, 20 minutes, whatever the fuck you're doing for, you know what I mean? After that, you have to live the rest of your day with that female. You know what I mean? You got to tolerate, and that female has to tolerate all your little peccadillos and bullshit and all the nonsense you go through. And real talk, why would they stand there and do that where they can catch the pipe, you know what I mean, and not have you be there and not have to deal with you and not have to do the dishes and not have any expectations on them? You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, why wouldn't you just collect that 52 stacks a year? Don't that make more sense? Here you go. The U.S. fertility rate dropped for the fourth year in a row in 2018. In fact, it's fallen 15% since 2007. And remember, they're telling you this is the greatest economy ever. Now we see there were 59.1 births for every 1,000 women of childbearing age. And there was around 3.8 million births that were recorded across the country just for last year. And this just extends the steep decline that began in the 2008 Great Recession. Wait, wait, wait. I'm pretty sure, like, a steep decline. Like, see, look, I got charts too, y'all. I got, I got charts as well, right? 
And that steep decline began in the 1960s. I'm pretty sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, real talk. And you see that dip in the Great Recession. Like, yeah, it's because a lot of people died. <laughs> but the biggest danger of not having kids is what me and TFM says when it really comes down to it is you can't pay for these social programs long term. If you don't have future taxpayers, you're just going to end up having to bring in immigrants and replace your population. Is that what you want? Do you want your nation to no longer be your nation just because you want to keep paying for social programs? That sounds awful. Any way you slice it. Like if you were in Mexico and this was happening to you and you had to bring in white people to, I mean, help you pay for things. Again, sounds awful. Yo, do you want Mexico to become Germany? No. You want Mexico to be Mexico. Like, yo, this, again, like, you know, I mean, this is this is the problem with not having a birth rate, which if this could like, yo, this could be like as a cycle. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you could you could write this off as a cycle if we didn't have the welfare state perpetuating it, if we didn't have the government just giving out free money and making it worse. When it really comes down to it, because the rate's never going to come up. It never will. Not until the government gets out of the way. Now, the fertility rate, it's been dropping differently for different states. Now, you look at South Dakota, where the rate was actually 2,227.5 births for every 1,000 women. And you roll over towards D.C., and there was only 1,421 births for every 1,000 women. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's because in places like D.C., they're super woke. You know what I mean? And, like, woke people don't have kids because... It's sexual harassment just to even talk to a female. So how are you going to have kids you can't even instill a relationship? Just saying. You know what I mean? I'm, ju I'm just saying. Like maybe, just maybe all this bullshit we've done to protect women and give them help and freedom and all the bullshit has actually fucked our society in the ass. That's a major difference. It's 57%. Now the level that is considered necessary... For a population to be able to replace itself is 2,100 births per every 1,000 women. We have been well below that for several years. In fact, in 2017, that number was one. Oh, and by the way, uh, just giving women free money doesn't work either. You know, I mean, giving them like stay at home pay and all that stuff like the rest of the world does that. And it doesn't work there either. All right. Like, yo, it, it just doesn't work. <laughs> like, yo, the problem is the welfare. Right, legitimately. The problem is the welfare. The problem is females going to work. The problem is females having kids too late. That's really what this is. All right. Women should be having kids between 18 and 25 or 18 and 29 when they're in their prime years as people, right? As like human beings, that when their body is in its best physical condition. Like, think about it like this. If you wanted your body to stand here and perform in a sport, right? You would stand here and go like, what years would you pick a boxer to be in his best shape, right? You'd be like 18 to like 29, right? You know what I'm saying? Like that's when a boxer is going to be at his best. When you get into his 30s, it's a decline. It's like, you know, NFL wide receivers, NFL running backs, NFL quarterbacks, are they getting into their decline in their 30s? And I mean, like you have some guys who get a little bit better in their 30s, but you know what I mean? For the most part, you know what I mean? Like your best years, peak physical condition, not mental, physical condition 18 to 29 that's when you should be having all your kids 
problem is you're going to college and, you know, I mean, you're spending your time riding a cock carousel and, you know, going to the club and shaking your ass and having fun and getting high and living your life because woohoo. Problem is you have a duty to your fucking country. You know what I'm saying? Just like I do. You know what I mean? Like I had to go sign up for selective service and I got to go to work and pay my taxes and I got to be a productive member of society. That's my job. Your job is to have children. That's your job for our society, right? And when you go, nah, you know what? I just want to go work and try to be productive too. And you go, that does, that's not, you, you can't do that because <laughs> we need you to have kids. We need you to have not just, just not just have kids, right? Because you can have kids in your 30s, but the rates of, you know what I mean, retardation and Down syndrome and all these, you know what I mean, autistic problems go up exponentially in your 30s and 40s. Why? Because your body's no longer at its peak physical condition, right? This is the issue. It has literally, this is about biology. This is biology. Like There's nothing you can do to change this, all right? And you go, oh, well, plenty of women. I know this. And Yo, technically, on average, menopause starts at 31. Done videos on this. You know what I mean? Like, real shit. You know, so like, understand something. This is not like some crazy outside of the box thinking thing. This is just straight biology. You're in your best physical condition between 18 and 29. Talk to any 50 year old. They'll tell you, I I was amazing in my 20s. I was amazing in my 20s. I was hell on wheels in my 20s. Legit. You know, I mean, I, I went between 205 to 230 in that general range. Just all horsepower, raw muscle, just horse purrs, getting it done, right? Perfect fit. Like, I could do whatever I wanted, and, like, I would recover in three, four, five days. Now, it hurts for weeks, and I'm only 37. I'm on the back end of the slide. So were you. Your eggs, you've had all of them when you were born, all right? So, in your 30s, your eggs are 30 years old. Your vagina's 30 years old. You've been banging since you was 16. That's 14 years of random penises inside of it. This is not some crazy thing. I just, you know what I mean? Like, I, I want to make sure I drive this point home. <laughs> so y'all understand what we're talking about. Yes, this has to do with the economy. Of course, this has to do with the economy. But the reason it has to do with the economy is because you're at work. All right, when you're holding up the jobs and you're standing here causing 40% of fucking kids are raised in a single parent household. You know what that means? 40% of households are single moms. You know what that means? You could eliminate 40% of housing and drop the price 40% if we eliminated the single mother problem. And everybody's better off. But we have to to have the conversation with women and go look you are fucking shit up and making our whole country worse you have to have that conversation you have to go this is what it is you know what i'm saying like this is what it is basic ass premise 1765.5 for every thousand women that's 16 percent below the necessary level now, while there were some outliers in specific regions that showed some promise, in general, all states lack the total fertility rate that would indicate their total population will increase 
due to births. We're actually at the lowest level of births in 30 years. What's shocking is between 2007 and 2017, total fertility rates in the U.S. fell 12% in rural counties, 16% in suburban counties, and 18% in large metro counties. Now, according to the CDC, they said between 2007 and 2017, the total fertility rates in the U.S. fell 12% in rural counties, 16% in suburban counties, and 18% in large metro counties. Now, they did publish a note back in May that they said the problem with the nationwide total fertility rate dropping below the replenishing level. They said that the U.S. has generally been below the replacement level going back to 1971. So they were pretty much treating it like a non-issue. And, you know, there's other problems that come along with this. In particular, the wages of married men, they far surpass those of all other groups. Look here. That is the dumbest stat to bring up. Legitimately. That is this is this is why like I was like, you know, I need to make a video about this. Like that, that's when I decided to, because it's like it's like, what, what why would you think that's important to talk about? You know what I'm saying? Like, why would you think that that is important to talk about? Just just want to get down to that. You know what I mean? Like, why that's that is not important. <laughs> yo, that's <sighs> anyway, man. Yo, look, this has been about a half hour long. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a nice long video for y'all to listen to. You know what I'm saying? I'm probably gonna put it up on the podcast app. You know, what I mean? make sure you check me out over on Anchor. Um, you know, what I mean, I put the link in the description. You know, what I mean, everybody. Um, you know, we're gonna start doing like more podcast type of things. I'm gonna be doing like not so much interviews, just sitting down and talking with a motherfucker. You know, like fucking interviews. It's gonna be like a Joe Rogan type of situation. You know, but with the gorilla, you know, what I mean, we can say all types of crazy shit and they're going to, you know, what I mean, have the flu floor and filth all over the place. Because you know what? We ain't woke and he woke. You know, but in the meantime, man, you'll know the situation. Like, share, and subscribe. I'm going to holla at y'all. Peace.